Welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. I am your co-host, Bradford Barth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. Well, Stephanie, since our last recording, I have watched the correct episode of Orphan Black. (laughs) Congrats. I agree. The bang cut on the wig is atrocious. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, somebody just got a little too happy with them there, scissors. I think that they just wanted to differentiate it enough from Rachel's actual hair and, you know, Tatiana's other wig to make it, mm-hmm. to make us, the viewer, aware that it was right. Sarah wearing a wig as Rachel. It's very good, very good. They did a good job. Yeah. They succeeded. Yeah. Other things of note uh, Felix's coat. Fabulous. Well, I didn't know that they made like shag carpet coats with leather jacket sleeves. <laughs> and it was like a three quarter thing. Yeah. It looked good. He always looks it, good. It caught me by surprise, though. Mm. Did you have it any like other thoughts? I can't remember. About the show? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Delphine was kind of. Uh... How's, how's the good way to put this? Very medieval in her torture of mm, Rachel. Yes. Yeah, just pushing right on that eye patch. She did she done did good there. She yeah, showed it. A little bit. Not allowed. But yeah. But yeah, it was uh much better. That you watched and right it. now. I can't I can't think of anything else that I didn't take notes when I watched it. But there were, I, I know I had said to you, there's so many things I want to talk about, mm-hmm. but I can't, I can't even envision them in my head now. Um, oops, where did this go? Uh, I was going back through your text to me about it. Mm-hmm. We should have paused and I watched the episode, because Felix's coat? What? The high school <laughs> dig on Sarah. So many things I could have commented on. The high school oh, dig yeah. on Sarah. Those bangs are horrible. Yep, I would definitely commented on naked pull-ups. Mostly because it was a pointless <laughs> cutscene. Yes. This will be great opening one. chatter for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why was he doing pull-ups naked? I don't know. Just to show off his was butt? It, yeah, was it, was it just for the pleasure of the women? Like, you know, we give all these guys all these tats to look at, mm-hmm. but now all these here, here, here's a butt, ladies. Tat tits. You get the tat tits, and so now you get the boy clone butts. What was the college? That was a Felix burn on Sarah. Oh, yeah. High school. Like, she dropped out or something. Yeah, I called her a high school dropout or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. Here's your final thought. I still can't get over their three-car garage. The house does not feel that big. I know. It's insane. I'm assuming you mean Allison and Donnie's. I do mean Allison mm-hmm. and Donnie's. Mm-hmm. We've had many scenes inside that house. Yeah. At no point do I feel that house is large enough <laughs> to need a three-car garage. Well, there you go. It's a three. It's got three garage doors. It does. It's a three. I think garage. when I originally saw that, I assumed it was like a townhouse setup where there were like garages connected. Until we learned later on that it was just that, their own garage. But yeah, that would make it difficult for you know <sighs> things that happen. Know, <laughs> orchestrating the burial of uh, Doctor Leakey. True. 
I mean, what if your neighbor walked in while you were jackhammering the... the uh, we the need you pad. to park your car on the street for a day or so so we can uh, bury this dude. Yeah, we need to break out a part of the floor and repave it so that it's more <laughs> level. Donnie noticed it's a little off. <laughs> Been doing anything fun this week? I was off Monday. I took my first PTO day since February. Nice. I did nothing because it was 90-something degrees outside. Brent and I were going to go for a hike, but then we were like, it's 90-something degrees outside, so we just watched Gilmore Girls all day. (laughs) Probably a better choice. It was. It was a lovely choice. And we went house hunting over the weekend. I started watching Lucifer. Nice. I saw your conversation with Andrea about it. Yep, then I friended her on Facebook, and because I didn't want to spoil anything over Twitter, I sent her a, <laughs> a, a Facebook Messenger message. <laughs> Good. But some of those uh, those Lucifer one-liners are just getting better. <laughs> oh, well, so as you watch, make note of any double episodes, and we can do it. Uh, we There is one. Okay. Put it in the list. Because apparently Lucifer is a twin. Well, don't spoil it. Put it in the list. I'm just saying. I'm not going to spoil what the twin is or anything, but he's a twin, so we can do it. Okay. And I'll have to remember which episode it is. Very good. Also, I enjoyed things about that episode, so yes, we will have to do that one. Okay. But this week... Sookie's screaming at me this week. She's screaming. She wants to be a part of the podcast. Sookie, come here. Come say hi to your pal Brad. Come look in the camera. <laughs> Come here. Can, cat, can cats even see 2D? Does it work? I don't know. Let me let me wave. Does she? Does she I mean, look? she watches the television. So. Hi. She's not even looking in the camera. She's like, "What am I doing? What are you doing to me, weirdo?" It's almost like she's like ignoring me because I'm not there in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what she's doing. She's trying to figure out what she's going to put on Catagram. No, you can't climb on the desk. Trying to figure out the uh, the perfect sentence for the photo she's going to post. <laughs> you can't go on the desk. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Get off of me. I'm trying to put you down. Jesus. <laughs> well, now I'm covered in scratches, so that's fun. Well, you know, cats. That's the only way they know how to love. Gotta scratch you up. You can't go up here anymore. That was your... You did not appreciate it, so... Bye. Yeah, you didn't even, didn't even look at me. <laughs> I feel hurt. Don't, so you ready to jump into this Battlestar Galactica don't episode? Apologize. We're not watching... We didn't do Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> Brad. You mean I watched the wrong thing again? <laughs> no. We, this week, because I have various Overwatch-related duties this week, I was like, please let us do a short thing. And because we've been doing a lot of long things lately. Um, Are Overwatch duties hard to flush? Oh, 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 I would have been such a great dad. Uh, Because uh, we have our, what is called, um, Mm Slapathon, which is where we just get like a ton of people together and we play different game modes together. And we do okay. we do it whenever there's a convention that was supposed to be a weekend. 
So this is our Wizard World Slapathon. We did an ASEN Slapathon. Wow. A Colossal Con Slapathon. So I guess this oh. one is going to be Wizard World slash Dragon Con Slapathon. Why, you're not going to do one next week for Dragacon? Dragon? No, because we're already doing <laughs> Dragacon. We're doing Dragacon Slapathon. <laughs> no, because we're doing Thursday and Friday night Slapathon. So usually we pick a Saturday and do it, but everyone has the plans and other issues so how can you have plans during a pandemic stephanie well if you have plans with the person that you are with or that you are with the pandemic with or other people have to work or various other things i am hurt that you're rubbing this all in on me right now (laughs) that you have to work no some people have to work that's why they can't do it on a saturday that i don't share the pandemic with anyone i'm sorry other than myself i'm sorry it's like you have no heart. <laughs> <laughs> you can share it with Sookie. What else have I watched this week? It was Lucifer yesterday. Today's Wednesday, by the way, everybody. We're recording on Wednesday because of Stephanie's Slapacon. Slapacon. What is it? Slapathon. Slapathon. Slapacon's good too. Yeah, I think you should change it. TM me. I get credit for that one. <laughs> Talk to Steve about that. What happened on Monday? What did I do on Monday? I don't even know. I came home. I think I watched old movies. I'm telling you, this pandemic is just... It's streaming... Just every day is melded into the... I mean, it's just been one extensively long multi-hour day since February. Yeah, I have no idea what day it is. And I, I've taken a lot of naps. I wish I could. I'm because the day napping. never ends. Obviously, when I sleep, it's just a nap, right? So oh, I've napped approximately yeah. every 16 hours <laughs> for eight hours. I wish I could nap. I sleep like shit. So much anxiety. Oh, okay. I was going to, I didn't know you had a water bed, I was going to say. What? Because that's usually in a toilet. Oh, no. No. No, Brad. No. That was not a good one. Yeah. I veto that one. <laughs> right over your head. <laughs> uh, well, this week we are doing The Simpsons for the first time. You know, we did all that stuff to get things out. I'm stilling, still feeling it. Don't, don't do it. Don't alienate our listeners. I won't. Um, and... We did an episode from season eight, episode 22, called In Marge We Trust. Mm -hmm. And the Marge part's not really why we did it. I chose this episode because it was one of my favorites when I was a kid. And because my dad used to run around being obscene about it. So (laughs) (laughs) I have a very very vivid memory of my dad impersonating (laughs) this episode. We find the roots of the reasons now. Hmm. No, the roots is, it's, don't do it. <laughs> Not so in this all, society. So since all Simpson episodes this early on started with the opening credits, mm-hmm. and what, what are they in, like season 81 right now or something stupid? That's not that many. I know it's not that many. 30 something? No, it has to be more than that. Because if it was 81... That means this would have been running who <laughs> since nineteen oh eighty nine nineteen twenty nineteen if it was 
81 seasons. How many episodes? It's been since 1989. Yeah, but what season are they in? I'm looking. I think it's 31 or 32. That seems right. Yes. But it still amazes me that in this many yeah, seasons... 31. With as many episodes as they have a season, which is in the, what, 28 mark? Mm-hmm. That every opening credit has been unique. Yeah. We'll do some quick math. I don't even know where my phone is. I can't do any quick math. That's a lot of... Unique openings? Do they not do unique, unique openings. openings anymore? No, they still do, I'm sure. Oh, okay. I don't watch The Simpsons anymore. I don't either. I haven't in many years. But the Venda couch is this one's opening. Yeah, so what does he do? He pulls on a lever and then it... He puts a quarter oh, in the a quarter, wall yeah. where it says Venda couch and then the couch doesn't vend and he starts beating on the wall and then the couch falls on oh, him. Yes. Okay, yes, I recall now. I specifically was like, pay attention to the opening credits and then my brain just like didn't, <laughs> did not. <laughs> this is why I'm here. I rewound it like three times too and it still didn't like get in there, I guess. This is why I'm here. This is why I needed you last week. Yeah, I know. I carried so, Orphan Black pretty well, though. You did. It was great. I mean, I did have to do a little more editing than usual, but that's <laughs> par for the course. Because I was thinking a lot. <laughs> yep. I think I took out a huge chunk at one point because it may- there was a chunk I was going to take out, but then I couldn't take out because then I said something about the chunk and I had to go back and put it back in. Mm, <laughs> that's annoying. <laughs> it was when you were oh it was your extended um you were like um <laughs> and then you started talking and i was and you're like i can't remember where i was and then i went and said um, um. <laughs> <laughs> to finish you know your song yes so that that had to be stayed in the episode so had to be stayed had to be stayed had good. to be stayed good, good english here. good english yes um so in this episode, there's like two different plot points going on. I guess that's kind of general Simpsons. There's two different storylines going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids are watching Itchy and Scratch. The kids. Bart and Lisa. <laughs> we know who the kids are. <laughs> yep, yep, but not Maggie. Not Maggie. She's too young. She's a baby. Yep. Uh, they're watching Itchy and Scratchy. There's some, you know, Itchy takes, or right? Itchy is the mouse. It's been so long. I don't know which one. I think Itchy is the mouse. The cat is in the hospital. Yeah, he's in a sensitive hearing ward. And so then Itchy puts like a a stethoscope Stethoscope. in his ear Mm -hmm. and then he runs away with the end of it. You know, gets in a car, flies in a plane, goes all the way somewhere else and where they're um, doing a... Testing a a nuke. Testing a nuke. And then he holds the end of the stethoscope out for when it explodes. And the noise travels all the way back to Scratchy, and then his head explodes. Yep. And then the kids are laughing, even though they're trying to be quiet. And the, their laughter wakes up Marge, and she's just like, oh, no, it's we're late. We got to go to church. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no, going to church is the worst, <laughs> which I would have to agree there. Whoa. whoa. Sunday morning, going to church. Blech. Well, especially if you had that passer. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. Can I say that stethoscope had a very, very stretchy rubber bit that goes from the ear holes to the to the whatever the part is you stick on the body? Mm-hmm. 
It was very it's amazing that he was able to walk out the door, walk down the hall, walk out the front door of the hospital, get into a cab, drive to an airport, <laughs> enter a plane, fly in a plane to wherever they were going. When he got there, get in another cab, go to the nuclear bomb testing site, and then put on his glasses and wait for the nuke to be put off. Yeah. Turned off. That's put dedication. On, blown, blown up. Whatever they call it. Yeah. It's dedication. Detonated. Detonated. There you go. Detonation dedication. Yep. That is some detonation dedication. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Cheers. Thank you. Golf clap. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So uh, the kids go to church. Or the kids. Everyone goes to church. Mm -hmm. They put on their Sunday best and go to church. Honestly, I think it was the having to get like dressed to go to church was like a really bum part about going to church on Sunday. Um, but yeah. anyway, Reverend Lovejoy is droning on and on, boring everybody. Yeah, there's um, no joy or love from that. Reverend. No. And then the kids get home. The kids and Homer well, gets hold home. On, hold on. What? Hold on. You got to really make people feel the pain, Stephanie. I didn't pay this much attention to the Marge part because I was ca- caring Homer, about the double part. Homer is passing out and then he falls forward. And hits his head on the front pew and yells. And then Pastor Lovejoy, which should be hashtag no love, no joy, (laughs) says he forgot where he was in his sermon. So he started all over again. Mm, Yes. I don't even remember what he was talking about. But he took it from the top. Yeah. He is the world of the sinner. That you must listen <sighs> to this sermon. Yeah, I'm yawning as you recreate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Could you imagine trailers with that? In a world where man finds boredom. <laughs> ye who holds the power. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. Okay. I'm going to fall asleep from doing yeah. it. Um, so the ki- they all get home after church and like immediately disrobe and they're all in a great mood because as Lisa says, this is the time of the day of the week where it's the longest before they have to go back to church. Yep. <laughs> um, Some good science right there. And then Homer is also excited because he's going to take the kids to the dump. You know, that's their great Sunday activity. So good times. Well, they got to throw out that Christmas tree. Right. When is it? August? I mean, I don't remember what the time period was. I mean, it's but... clearly summer outside. Mm-hmm. The trees kind turn because <laughs> the tree's starting to turn brown. He says, "It's like cut scene to the tree that's brown, uh huh, <laughs> and falling apart, mm-hmm. blowing away in the wind almost." I enjoyed this scene because I don't know. It's been coming up a lot lately in various podcasts where in. Small towns back in the 70s where they didn't have garbage pickup, you would take your own garbage to the dump. Mm-hmm. And it's also been brought up that you would sort of do some dump picking to see if there's anything good you could find. Yeah, this is this is like, um, minus Orphan Black, this is two episodes that we've done where they went to the dump as a plot point <laughs> to like kick off the story. Buffy and this. I know. That's crazy. <laughs> we got to keep this we got to keep this train rolling. Uh-huh. 
I don't think there's any dumps in our upcoming stuff, though. No, I don't think there's, like, a Battlestar Galactica dump. There might be, like, a dump planet or something. <laughs> Who knows? We'd have to do the, uh... I know there's a Futurama episode where there's the dump pla- the dump planet that's, like, hurtling towards Earth, and it's gonna blow them all up, and they have to build something to divert, divert the dump planet divert to... Divert the dumping? Divert the trash planet from hitting Earth and blowing it up like an asteroid. That seems like a task for a group of express package deliverers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they go to the dump to dump their tree. Mm-hmm. And while searching, uh, Bart, I think, finds the box. No, it was Homer. It was Homer? Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think it was Bart that found it. Because he was like, Dad, Lisa, get over here. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was it was Bart. You're right. And they find this box with Japanese writing on it and a picture that looks exactly like Homer's face. Mm-hmm. Or his, his, head, with, his head and his face. With big pupils. Very big anime pupils. Yep. Um, and because I'm a nerd, I can read it. It says Mr. Sparkle on it. It does? It does say Mr. Sparkle. It says what now? Mr. Sparkle. That's what it okay. says. I speak Japanese. Good. I have a fr- freaking degree in Japanese. How do you say it in Japanese? That's It's katakana. It's not actual Japanese. Oh, really? Katakana is the Americanized um, alphabet. Like, you, like you don't, they don't have a Japanese word for McDonald's, so they say makudonado-do. Wow. I'm impressed, Stephanie. That's a lot. That's, yeah. So, like, that alphabet that's on that box says Mista Spakuru. And then what's the little little bubble say? I was trying to look at that, but it was kind of small. Let me look if I can see it right now. I need to see a picture of it. Did you Google Mr. Sparkle box? Yeah. <laughs> I think it says... Uh... Stephanie looks perplexed. <laughs> There's just... I know hiragana better than katakana, so I'm, like, trying okay. to... Mista Spakuru. Hawa. Hawa. Ugh. I don't know. I have to. Maybe it'll be in your fun facts later. Because I believe in the show they translate it, and that little bubble does not look like it has enough stuff in it for what they say it said. True. Why doesn't it tell me on the internet what it says? Something about it. Defeating grime and dirt, or something, or killing, or it was very, it was very warrior-like, as mm-hmm. I recall. Okay, I was right. I was like Hawa something, Hawa clean. It's an animation error, and it should say power clean. Okay, that's why I'm tripped up because it's incorrect. Gotcha. There's no circle over the ha as there should be because I was like Hawa clean. Anyway. That's supposed to be power clean. Power clean. Wow. Well, I'll tell you this much. We should all be upset that that blunder made it to air. I know, right? Somebody should have seen that and corrected (laughs) it in editing beforehand, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Um, yes. So, they find the box. Anyway, they don't know what it says, obviously. They just know it's Japanese. So they take right. it home and begin their investigation. 
Meanwhile, Marge is going back to church because she's upset that everyone is so disillusioned by their experience in church and how <laughs> sad and how much they hate it because she thinks going to church should be fun or at least not quite as torturous as they all make it seem. But Rev- Right, they're trying to save their souls. Right. But Reverend Lovejoy is like, yeah, I just don't really care anymore. I used to care when I was a young, you know, young 70s pastor. And then I met this guy named Ned Flanders who came to me with every teeny tiny problem, such as his butt accidentally touching another man's butt. Gasp. While dancing. Gasp. Gasp. Eating a toothpick. Coveting his own wife. I don't even think you can do that. Still. I don't think so either. I don't think that's possible. So over, so he said, yeah, by the 80s, which, you know, <laughs> this was the 70s. He had, yep. he was over it. <laughs> and nobody noticed. Yeah. Because it was the 80s. Yep. <laughs> Just the natural flow. Mm-hmm. So um, Marge decides to take it upon herself to start helping everyone that he's not helping. She answers the phone for him because he's like, whatever, you handle it. And then she calls herself the Listen Lady. <laughs> Great name. Which I thought was funny because Mo was the first one to call and he was like, all right, Listen Lady. <laughs> and that made me laugh. I didn't catch that. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. <laughs> so um, she starts helping people around town and on her phone call. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people start to love her and not really want to listen to the reverend anymore. And they're all crowding around her after church. And they want her to help them. Right. Because they get no love or joy from the pastor. Exactly. And let's see. The kids and Homer go to the library to do some investigation about the Mr. Sparkle Box. Mm-hmm. And they ask for a. Wait, hold on. They do, do they? Japanese phone book. Yes, yes, yes. Hold on a second. I'm not done yet. I'm no, not, first I'm they not there. Talk, yeah. They went and talked to the, uh, oh, who did they talk to? Was it the guy at the Japanese restaurant, maybe? Yes, they went to, that's right. They went to the restaurant first, and he was like, oh, yeah, this is a Japanese um, laundry, detergent. laundry detergent made in very Hok- good. Very amazing. You're so lucky to have this. It's from Hokkaido. So then they go to the library following the trail, and then they ask mm-hmm. for a phone book of uh, Hok- Hokkaido. Hokkaido. <laughs> Very specific. Mm-hmm. And Homer also asks the librarian if he can make a phone call. And he, the guy's like, is it local? And he's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he starts flipping through until he finds the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And then he... Starts, starts dialing. Long dialing. <laughs> Just dials for like two full minutes. I like the fact that he put on his readers mm-hmm. first so he could read the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a straight out of like a Twin Peaks episode. Just, you know, ridiculous, second, ridiculously long. A, for a second, I thought they were making a song mm. with the dial tones, but it turned out they were not. Just beep, 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 beep. Okay. You get it. So yep. uh, Homer reaches uh, the factory and he wants to know why he's Mr. Sparkle. And they're like, oh, you love Mr. Sparkle. Okay, thank you, Mr. Sparkle. You're interested in investing. Thank you, Mr. Sparkle. <laughs> and then 
they hang up and he has no ans- answers. <laughs> right. So, uh, a few days later, a, a package shows up from the manufacturer mm-hmm. that tells that uh, has a videotape inside. With not only a videotape, an ungodly mound of packing. <laughs> Oh, yes. (laughs) He's like dumping it forever. Yes. And it just keeps coming out. And this box was approximately video tape size. Yeah, I don't know why it took so long for it to come out. (laughs) It keeps coming out. Then somehow, while he's looking into it as he's dumping it out, this tape appears out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, the box must have been a TARDIS, right? Most likely. Bigger on the inside? Yep. (laughs) So he gets... So they obviously play the video. And it is a infomercial and also promotional video for mr sparkle which is like a very ridiculous japanese uh tv commercial with like ridiculous subtitles and kind of like reminded me of like a godzilla movie with like really bad translation or something um and you know he the miss everybody's screaming everyone's screaming the little homer heads just like floating around cleaning dishes blowing things up uh floats to some like cute girls and then turns them into sumo wrestlers and they're like oh yeah, why they're like thank you mr sparkle first he tells them they have to get out of there uh. <laughs> and he's very rude about it i mean he was not nice at all it's true well he's got cleaning to do and then when he goes away, he cleans them of their beauty and turns them into super sumo wrestlers. Well, maybe he finds them more beautiful then. Sumo wrestlers? Mm-hmm. Well, sumo wrestlers are very highly praised. Exactly. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. So they watch this video and they're like, okay, well, we still don't understand why this looks like Homer. And then the end of the video shows that the mascot for Mr. Sparkle is a joint venture between two large Japanese conglomerates, Matsumura Fishworks and Tamaribuchi Heavy Manufacturing Concern. And when the fish and light bulb merge, they form (laughs) Mr. Sparkle. And thus they realized that the resemblance was just a coincidence and they did not steal his identity. (laughs) Yep. And Bart says the best thing ever. You don't remember? No. You're looking like a deer in headlights. Yeah, I don't know what you're... I don't know what it was. He's... Was it so... Now what fish bulb head? Oh. He called Homer fish bulb head? Mm, Yes, good. Because it was the fish face Mm -hmm. and the light bulb. Yep. And he just fish bulb head. That's what he is. It was a pretty cool light bulb. (laughs) I mean, that's one of those designer ones that you hang in your house that really doesn't like put a lot of light out it's more for the aesthetic Mm -hmm. because it's got the really long uh the the word the word the swirl uh filaments that's Mm. the word the really long filaments that just glow this beautiful warm color Mm, magical Mm -hmm. cost a lot of money to power yeah (laughs) um so that concludes the double portion of the episode but i guess the episode's not over so we'll continue to <laughs> yeah elaborate marge. marge still has her story she gets a call from flanders and you know he's worried about the youths outside his little shop at the mall and she's like well you go tell them and show them who's boss and you tell them not to loiter in front of your store and so he does mm-hmm. that but it just makes them angrier 
And then they, um, unfortunately, you know, get on their little bikes and start trolling him, basically. So he calls back. Calls her and she's like, I'm still in trouble. Things are getting worse. And she's like, okay, well, you just got to, you know, assert yourself and show them who's boss. Just And he's like, I don't think it'll uh, work. And then she says, put, put the leader on the phone. And then the call hangs up. Yeah, because they cut the cord. Yeah. Which my only problem with that is you wouldn't get the dial tone because the cord is cut. Yeah. Which is what Marge got on her side. Mm. Okay, Mr. Phone Scientist. I'm just saying. <laughs> Mr. Technical Phone Scientist Man. Hey, man. You know, first he had to pick up the phone. He had to press the receiver down three times. He goes, could you please dial burn bait five <laughs> nor two? You know, and then the... the uh, the uh, the uh, operator would patch you in mm-hmm. by taking a cable from the bottom, plugging it into the board, taking another cable from the bottom, plugging it into the board, and then you're connected. And then she goes, hello, I got a call from Mr. Flanders for you. <laughs> and then... <laughs> okay. And then Marge can talk to him. You want to go watch uh, Mrs. Maisel or something, don't you? So then, <laughs> when it was all said and done, when the cord gets cut and then you lose the connection... The operator would have been on the phone saying, it seems your call was disconnected, Miss Marjorie, Marjorie, Miss Marjorie. Listen, lady. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So Marge just, you know, concludes her day. Thank you for using Pacific Bell. (laughs) Wait, they're in Illinois. Thank you for using Illinois Bell. Call again later. And, uh, yep. She goes to bed, and then the next morning, Maud Flanders is at her door being like, did your husband come home last night? And she was like, yeah, which is a weird way to phrase this question. Well, mine didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, lady. Um, and then... I was confused by whose wife that was. Because she does look like Reverend Lovejoy's wife a little bit. She does. And at first, I thought it was because Reverend Lovejoy was quite depressed. Yes. Everybody was talking to Mar- So I thought he's been like, playing he with his left. train set a lot. But turns out <clears throat> it was Flanders' wife. Yes. And he has been on the run from the kids on their little bikes all night. And he managed to uh, give Marge a call when they stopped to refill. And uh, he couldn't see the name of the sign. Oh, yeah. She went to go talk to reverend lovejoy about it and they they were on speakerphone and he was like i can't see the sign but here's the gas price and then marge knew exactly which gas station it was based on the gas price because it was eight tenths Mm -hmm. stephanie yeah which means it was whoever's discount depot i can't remember who donnie it was was donnie's discount depot there you go save save one tenth of a Uh cent on every gallon yep some discount boy howdy (laughs) so they head over there but he's gone by the time they get there and and they ask him did you see you know a guy being chased by three kids on on bikes and he's like i see a lot of things and they're like well did you see that and he's like yeah (laughs) and they went that way (laughs) the kids also lost him too oh did they i care yeah and they got bored okay that's right so in order to fix their boredom they'd all decided to go to school Mm. now if only youth did that these days right but don't kids don't go to school if it's not open there's a pandemic going on yeah stay home and work from or learn from home (laughs) and future listener 40 years in the future 
there was a pandemic right now. <laughs> and we all kind of had a social distance, wear masks. It's crazy. Some people felt it was an infringement on their freedoms. <laughs> Those people are crazy. Go look it up in the history books, if they're accurate. Otherwise, ask Jeeves. I'm sure that'll be back. Yeah. And internet or MSN search. I know MSN search is there internet explorer. It was in the island. Open your internet explorer and ask Jeeves. Yeah. <laughs> Poor IE. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they. I can't remember. Do they follow the trail? Eventually, they end up at the zoo. And yep. uh, find out that Flanders is in the baboon uh, enclosure at the zoo being attacked or hunted. What was it called? It had a fun name. The bamboo or ba- bam- bleh. baboon. The bam- baboon is a hard word to say because <laughs> I want to say bamboo. <laughs> right. That's because we were talking about Japan earlier. The ba- baboon excursion or baboon island or something. <laughs> okay. Um, she's gonna look it up right now. It's bothering her. No. I can tell. The, the browser is in glasses. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's not true. <laughs> That's impossible. <laughs> How did we get to start? I don't know. Doesn't tell me. Maybe it'll tell me in my fun facts. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Reverend Lovejoy comes in on his train because he found a train to ride, <laughs> and he read. Have you never ridden the trains at zoos? Yes, I'm just being silly. Okay, I was gonna say. Um, and then he saves Flanders, but then the the baboons jump on the train and they're still trying to attack him because the oh yeah the zookeeper wouldn't help because he's like well they're not gonna be happy until they kill until they kill him because <laughs> that's what they have to do. <laughs> that's Something how they ripping their flesh off or something. yeah that's how they assert their dominance they have to kill the intruder marge gives them some advice before reverend lovejoy jumps in care to share she tells him he's got to beat up the, the oh the leader uh, the, the primary ape the alpha mm-hmm. the alpha male yeah just more bad advice from Marge. Yeah, Marge. Not a, she's a good listen lady. Maybe not a good talking lady. Yeah. There you <laughs> so, yeah. Reverend Lovejoy saves Flanders. You know, he kicks all the baboons off. He undoes the train car when the last one's coming after them. And then they're safe. Mm-hmm. And says, you are now leaving Baboon Island. I don't remember the real name. And then they're like, oh, thank you. You saved me. I'm, I feel so much better. And then as they're talking... Then the train goes and says, now entering Bamboo Island. Yes, because it's on a circle, Stephanie. (laughs) That was always a funny gag to me. It's a good gag. And then it ended. Also, a bad baboon enclosure. Ride? If the baboons baboons can get on. get on the spectating train. Yeah, that's not good. Or maybe they're just all riled up because of Flanders. Maybe. But then the, the day is saved, right? Yeah. Because Marge has once again helped Reverend Lovejoy find his vigor. And in his next sermon, he's retelling the Battle of the Baboons. Oh, yeah. And everyone's and like, on the, whoa. Yeah, they're on the edge of their pew saying this is what church should be like instead of everybody being asleep. Yeah. Oh, we forgot. He woke everybody up by doing a bird screech. Oh, yeah, in the beginning. 
<laughs> then, like everybody's like he had a he had a choice of three board. options one was like a train sound a, yep. a bird screech an alarm bell or something yep. he chose yep, an alarm he chose yep. bird screech and they all woke up <laughs> and he started clapping Mm-hmm. oh for a second there uh, you were frozen got... on the screen yeah you were frozen slightly too it's because i opened the tab again gotcha and it didn't like it um let's see i have Can a lot you... of fun facts for you about this sweet i have a my my personal favorite fun fact is related to the movie serenity which is the oh, the fake fr- okay. fruity odie the fake fruity odie bar commercial from serenity was inspired by mr sparkle advertisement really there you go because it had the same eyes according to joss whedon Huh. And since 2009, the show's new opening sequence included Mr. Sparkle detergent with Marge's supermarket purchases. Oh, and, in her bath, in the yeah, ba- in bag her, skit, or in the, her basket. Whatever. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Um. Oh God, reloadings. Come on, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> Technology. You can never trust it to work when you need it to. No coming this fall. I open everything on purpose so that I don't have to do this ahead of time. To a theater near you, Stephanie struggles with the internet browser. (laughs) This is my life. (laughs) Editing will never be the same. Okay, I'm ready now. Okay. Um, To help create the advertisement, the writers watched many videos of Japanese commercials. Research is always good. Yep. And that's the fun fact, guys. I'm still. Re- I'm just reading them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a good pause. I had to throw it in there. <laughs> the itchy and scratchy show uh, shown in this episode, when Itchy stretches the stethoscope to a French nuclear testing site is a reference to the French nuclear test in French Polynesia in January 1996. This show has historical links in it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that. I would have never known that. Ever. Without that fun fact. Yeah. Uh, Matt Groening, who, Groening, Groening uh, ranks this as his fifth favorite episode of all time. Which one was he doing, Groening or Groening? <laughs> How do you grain? I don't know. Is that when you're actually picking the grains off of the wheat stalk? No. Is that graining? Uh, and groaning is just when you arg. The title. I'm just ignoring you. The title is a reference <laughs> to the phrase "In God We Trust." Mm-hmm. Obviously. Obviously. An original scene from Lovejoy's flashback showed that Jasper Beardley preceded him as minister of the First Church of Springfield. Okay. I don't know who that is. Is that a character? But maybe other Simpsons people might know. Okay. By season eight, the show had begun to explore episodes revolving around secondary characters. Reverend Lovejoy was selected for this episode because, aside from being noted as the priest who didn't care, he had not had much character development. So they were starting to develop him? Uh-huh. Okay. Do-do-do. This is how you get to 31 seasons. Yep. 
This this was the third highest rated show on Fox that week, following The X Files and King of the Hill. Hmm. It aired um, April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Very nice. There you. Now we know. There you go. Simpsons has been on forever. Yeah, it has. Since nineteen eighty nine, it's almost as old as I am. I sh- that, that's a good way to gauge it because I'm 32 and there's 31 seasons. <laughs> you are just one year older <laughs> than The Simpsons. Wow. Does that make you feel old? Yeah. You know, if you say you're as old as a cartoon, most people don't think cartoons go that long. So maybe it would be a way of tricking people into thinking you're younger. It's true. Potentially. Then they might think you're. 12 or 13. Mm. What was the first reference name? Jet. Oh, we got to do double count. Jasper something. I don't remember. Jasper Beardsman. I don't know. Beardsman. That's the name. Double count. But two. Is two. Yep. So, if you have the inside scoop on who Jasper Beardsman is, <laughs> email us at cdoublepodcast at gmail.com. Did you like that stuff? That was like a perfect segue into giving that information. It was a very good segue. I don't even... I'm, I'm impressed with myself. And it was on this day... Beardly. Jasper Beardly. Beard, Beardly. Beardman didn't sound right. It was on this right, day so. <laughs> that Bradford had the perfect segue into the end of the show. Congrats. And Stephanie was gleeful with joy. Can I get an amen? No. It's too hot. It's like 90 degrees outside, and I turned the air off to record. (laughs) That means you can follow us at Twitter at CDoublePod, and uh, that's where you will get the notifications of the show coming out. Facebook and my Instagram, I update more than Twitter because I'm a bad person. I could turn on the autos. That would, yeah, you, fu- you should probably do that, because I'm lazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can follow Steph on her socials at Steph plus Verb. Those are all words, all one mashup, mm-hmm. where you can check out the Instagram posts she does about the show. You can watch her on Twitch as she does her streaming of various games. Are you guys going to be streaming... Slapathon? Your Slapathon, yes. Yeah, but yes. it'll be over by the time... People hear this. That's true. <laughs> but you can probably go back in her feed. That's and true. See it. I might make videos of it if I if it's funny enough. And she might make videos on her YouTube page, where she does. What do you call them? Uh, what, what's the comms check? Comms checks on her slapathon. <laughs> it's not slapathon, is it? It is slapathon. Is it? I'm just laughing because it sounds you're just you look like Ron Swanson, not understanding like uh, hip lingo, <laughs> like comms checks on her slapathon. <laughs> I'm at Brad Barth on Twitter, where you might get some of this Ron Swanson stuff too. You never know. <laughs> And, uh, oh, if you're feeling generous, you can uh, rate and or review us on Apple Podcasts. I believe that's what it's called now because iTunes is dead except for on PCs. But everywhere else it's Apple Podcasts. Mm. And until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. 
And I'm Bradford Bath. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.